hello, 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 and welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Zero Hours with me, Mikey Brown. A different kind of uh, episode today. All my uh, cohorts are up and running around upstairs. Upstairs, which is new for me here at the TZH Podcasting Compound. But we got uh, Gypsy Mae Brown, a.k.a. the Gypster. We've got uh, Olaf, I almost forgot his name, Olaf Skippyson Brown, a.k.a. Skippy. JoJo Snickerdoodles Brown, a.k.a. Snickers. And my lovely wife, who I shall not mention for retaliation purposes from the Democrats that may listen to this. So I will just say... She is my loving wife that's letting me come down here and rant for you for a couple hours tonight or hour and a half, whatever it is. And uh, you're going to hear a lot of noise because the, the wall, the ceiling here, you can hear the kids running, you can hear them barking. And I apologize ahead of time, but this is like a, a different kind of a episode. I usually wait till they're asleep or I'm here by myself, but we're not doing that tonight. We're going to go ahead and roll with it. So the background noise is background noise. It's me in my basement. You know, what do you want? You know, that's what I'm saying. But anyway, uh, today was the game. We'll start out with that because I am a true blue Ohio State Buckeye fan. And we played the team up north and absolutely got our ass fucking handed to us. It happens. You know, it's happened two years in a row now. It sucks, but it's college football. It, you know, life does go on. To, for me at least um, I don't like to lose but fuck it, it's a rivalry game and that's not always going to be one way or the other it wouldn't be much of a rivalry now would it but the one thing about the game other than getting pummeled that irritated me was two things um, number one was the uh, sousaphone that does Script Ohio everybody knows Script Ohio even if you're not from around here at the end of the Script Ohio, the, the marching band, they have a sousaphone player, like a big tuba-looking thing. They dot the I. And I didn't find out till earlier today that it was going to be a kid from Sydney, where I'm born and raised and grew up. Thought it was kind of cool. Well, TV cut off before I could fucking see it. So that was irritating. It's like, oh, man, you know... I wanted to see one time I was really interested didn't get to see it and the other one that really irritated me as far as respect of the country the game you're getting to play and the veterans of this country and it, it goes back to the whole way back to the fucking Kaepernick bullshit kneeling thing was at the University of Michigan. Now, this is hearsay, and I've heard several people say it, so I didn't. I was talking during, uh, right before the anthem came on, then, of course, we stop, we take our hats off, e anywhere we're at, even at home I do that, but we were out in a sports bar watching this game. And I heard from a, source, a bunch of sources later that the University of Michigan team did not come on the field during the national anthem. That's disturbing because, you know, this is the biggest rivalry in the country. It's the biggest game probably watched this year in college football. And you have a university that doesn't want to come out for the anthem. And they also planted the flag in the middle of our blocko at the end. But I digress. I'm going to go back to the national anthem. You're lucky enough to be playing a sport uh, in college with a free education for most of you. And your coaches and whatever, for whatever fucked up reason, because it's the Ohio State man, I mean, that's pretty petty. I don't know. But no, they did not come out for the national anthem, from what I've understood. So the first, this is pretty early, pretty early into an episode, not for the game, not because they lost, but before you, but, 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 not coming out for the National Anthem, Jim fucking Harbaugh and the Michigan football team. You get the first illustrious one of the night. Fuck off. Fuck off, Michigan football team. 
don't want to come out for the anthem, maybe you shouldn't play football in this country. That's my stance on it. I don't care who it would have been, Indiana, Purdue, I wouldn't have gave a flying fuck. Don't come out for the anthem, it's a fuck off for me. And we'll move on to something more important. But that's my take on the game that was today. And I had drank a few beers at the game, watching the game, and I'm starting to drink a few beers now, so this could be an interesting uh, ramble, if you want to call it. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about tonight uh, is gun violence, the first subject. Um, you know, every time gun violence trends upwards, as sad as it sounds, my first response is, what are the Democrats trying to hide now? What are we not being told about? What is their uh, angle with the media propping up all this gun violence? Because, you know, gun violence happens a lot. But, you know, we had started with the uh, three uh, Virginia football players that I talked about last week and a shooting on campus there. Then we had this another one in Virginia um, this week, Chesapeake, Virginia. Now, this is a strange one. A Walmart manager walks into the break room and shoots six employees dead. They were later shot by the police, from my understanding. So, Virginia's got some fucked up shit going on over there. I, I don't know why Virginia is the hotbed for gun violence, but it is the past couple weeks here. Then there was one in, a, in Colorado Springs, Colorado, and this was another shooting at a gay nightclub. And I guess this one was supposedly a 22-year-old kid. Not real sure. Uh, I just caught a snippet of that. I didn't even hear about it for a day or so, which is surprising. Because usually that's, you know, top, it's like Gabby and David, the whole saga of that, when it was on. It was all you could see. It was all you, and usually a gun violence like that at a at a like a gay nightclub, especially or a school or something like that is like top line news for the week or two. Didn't really hear much about this one at the gay nightclub, but it did happen. And so, it's sad. Like I said, it's sad. But I'm wondering what the hell is behind the scenes on these shootings. Hopefully. I'm not saying hopefully it's nothing, but I, I, I just hope that it's nothing they're just trying to hide by doing this shit. It's just unfortunate random shootings, which sucks anyway. The, the whole gun thing, I'm sure, will get touted some more. Uh, it gets brought up a lot, you know, the gun violence and registering guns and taking guns away and all the happy horse shit that, uh, you know, Second Amendment people like myself that don't want to see. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, we need to keep guns for that reason. Somebody would have had a gun in that break room. They could have shot that son of a bitch before he killed six people. Just my thinking. Anyway, we'll travel on. Then we're going to travel deep away from the United States for a little bit. Now, <clears throat> my other two cohorts, I, for, I, I always do this. Forget them at the beginning, and then I also forgot, rest in peace to my chuckles. But my two sources, you know, Fred Excelsior in Arkansas, both sent me information this week. Now, Fred X really got me into watching the election in Brazil as it was going on. So I started to pay attention to the elections there, and since the election's been over, it has really gotten interesting as far as protesting. Now, the protests are lingering from this election and in a wide variety of ways because everybody there, a lot of people anyway, I mean, not everybody, of course, but a big majority of these crowds are not small. It's nothing like the even Jan 6th. It's much bigger, much larger crowds are really pissed off about this election. Well, then you get the, the the splashback from this Lula and his regime that are in power at the moment or are going to be that, uh, you know, this guy, the minister, one of the ministers, well, probably of defense, uh, signed an order this week 
that's saying that the kids of election deniers can be taken away by children's services. Just because they are denying the election results and care about their country enough to want to know why the fuck this is happening because they think Bolsonaro had a big, you know, way bigger uh, fan base, crowd base, whatever, and they think some fuckery is abound. You know, this Lula has been president before, and it was an unpleasant shit show down there. So, I don't even know his real name anymore. I know it, but I don't, I, I write down Lula when I'm talking about this guy. That's his nickname or whatever. There's also a report Fred sent me that <clears throat> was about the military. And I, I, I would think this is a strange one, but <clears throat> this is something you have to, to maybe look up kind of go in the look it up section or somehow some way the military in Brazil is waiting on the word from Jair Bolsonaro to arrest this communist judge down in Brazil and I don't know uh, if that can be any truth to it because the military would he be would they be under you know Bolsonaro's uh, command yet I really don't know, but Brazil's not taking this lightly. They're, we should take notes as Americans that are knowing that the elections that we have dealt with here are bullshit. But they're going as far as to the truckers in Brazil are blocking roadways. Essentially, they're, they're cutting off agricultural exports. And, you know, you don't hear about this. You have to dig, and you have to fucking scrape and, and go deep to find anything about this because the American media just blacks this shit out. They don't want to hear, us to hear anyway, about what these other countries are doing for election denying. And we we didn't do shit. J6 is fucking nothing. It was nothing, period. We know this. I say it ad nauseum. Compared to what these people are fucking doing, we didn't do shit. And, and, and even at the World Cup, I mean, the World Cup's a big stage. You know, all the teams, by the way, go go USA against Iran on Tuesday, kicked their ass. We did tie England, which was surprising. But <clears throat> I'll get off that again. And But at the World Cup match, I think Brazil had, it was I thought it was against Serbia. There was chants in the crowd from the Brazilians and to Lula. And I guess I'm not a Brazilian speaker, but it said on there that they were chanting thief. So, regarding Lula, so like he stole the election, or he's just downright a thief. Well, this Lula, he's, you know, kind of kicking back too. He, he's putting the fear mongering back into Brazilian people by enforcing mask mandates again, like trains and subways and stores and the fear mongering. He's, he's going back to that. Like, I don't think anybody's buying that bullshit anymore. I mean, I will not shame you for wearing a mask, but mask mandates shouldn't be a fucking thing. They should not be a thing for anything, much less uh, what what the Wu flu entails, because it's 1% death rate, which still sucks. But, you know, the, the CDC saying the flu was on the rise this year. Well, of course it is, because it was the flu mostly last year, and you didn't call it that. Uh, we all know. We all know the game. These motherfuckers play with the illnesses, like trying to scare us. And I think most people, if you're any kind of an asshole like me, you're kind of unafraid at this point. You're like, you know what, if I fucking die at this point, would it really be that... I mean, I don't want to sound heartless to people that lost people to COVID, but it's like, it's a chance you take. It's like walking down the fucking street. And if I get hit by a car and die, it's my time. If I get COVID and die, it's my time. If I get a fucking hangnail that gets infected and they can't stop it from spreading through my body and I fucking die, it's my time to go. Quit trying to scare me with some fucking exotic sounding fucking diseases. Omicron and, you know, the BA.5 and all that bullshit. And Fauci, and while I'm on this, I mean, I'm still on Brazil at the air at the end, but... You know, Fauci did his sign-off speech, his, his resignation or, you know, retirement, but I guess what you call it, that everybody should be vaccinated. Fuck, yeah. 
I didn't have him as fuck off number two, but I just thought of it because I didn't even write that down. You know, Anthony Fauci, fuck off. Fuck off. I've never been so glad to see somebody retire. Fucking bullshit. You're, you're the bullshit artist king of the world. And uh, I ain't going to miss your ass, you little squirrely, squirrely, squirmy looking. You look like a fucking SS manager. Fucking disgusting human being you are. Oh, I just had to throw that in out of nowhere. It, it's one of them nights, people. It's just one of them fucking nights. But we go to the U.S. politics. And the U.S. politics, you know, is always a fucking circus. You can hear the fucking circus sounds in your fucking head as you're talking about this shit. We go to the Arizona governor. And the Arizona governor, as I said last week, shocked me that this Katie Dobbs, who I thought was going to get her ass stomped by Carrie Lake, won the election. Well, 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 not so fast, libtards. Because many counties, and it's more than one, up to four, counties in Arizona have refused to certify their election results. And I did hear something on the date uh, watching uh, OAN. I thought they said November 28th. 8th or 9th, I think it's the 28th, they would decide on a couple counties if they were going to certify or not. The reason there's so much scrutiny about this was because 72% of registered Republicans turned out to vote, while only 17% of registered Democrats turned out to vote. So how many fraudulent votes, how many illegal votes, how many illegal alien votes did it take to get Katie Hobbs to win the fucking governor of Arizona? And Carrie Lake is not one to not one to back down. You know, she's got that piss piss off kind of mentality of a DeSantis Trump hybrid, and she's she's not gonna go away into that dark night real quick and easy and quiet. She's a she's a vicious bitch, and she's gonna go for what she thinks is a fair election. And not going to just say, hey, I just, oh, whatever, I lost, I can see. And people say that that's the wrong way to be, that you need to accept the result of the election. And that would be f fucking true 100% if you didn't have all the fuckery from the past. And if we didn't catch you in all these schemes on every turn to rig an election. It's been done, it's been caught, it's been set out there and nobody still wants to believe it. They don't want to accept the truth. And if you could say the same thing about me, that I don't want to accept the truth. Well, there's no evidence to me that, you know, I should accept the truth because there's so many fuckery going on. And it's been going on for quite a, long, quite a while in the United States. But now it goes into governors and Senate races. And so... <sighs> Yeah, you should stand up for your fucking self. If you know for a fact that you had 11 points more than the uh, competitor, she she at one time had a, a poll that was 11.1% ahead of this Katie Dobbs, comes to election day, she loses by a two points, three points, whatever it was. That's quite a turnaround for a 17% turnout. That's just, that's not really fucking the math does not jive. You know, it's... Uh, Something going on, and it probably will never get proven, but here we go again with, they're very good at hiding what they're doing. They're very fucking masterful at it. They've got other countries involved. We know that with China's, China's involvement in Pennsylvania. We know that there's quite a bit of going on outside interests that want certain people in certain places. Arizona, this Katie Dobbs, I don't know a damn thing about her except she's a fucking libtard. And if I was in Arizona, I'd be wanting every avenue explored of this if I had 72 to 17 in turnout. So I don't know how that's going to play out, but I would hope we get to the bottom of it. Very unlikely because, like I said, these motherfuckers know how to disguise it. They know how to fucking scheme it. They know how to fucking rig anything. And it's it's getting to the point where it's just disgusting that it's right in front of our face, yet we can't do anything about it. 
Now we go from Arizona to Georgia. Now the Georgia Senate runoff is officially December 6th. And this is what I don't understand. Maybe maybe somebody's got to shed some light because, you know, I'm just a fucking podunk here. But you're having a runoff, so it was that close in the first time. So why do we have early voting for that? I mean, why do we have early voting for Walker and Warnock's rerun? Warcock, as I called him. Uh, why do we have an early, why don't we just do it the same day and be like Florida and be able to count the votes in five fucking hours? Why is this such a, a drawn-out, majestic fucking thing where there's more chances to manipulate and cheat and rig the longer you let this shit go on? Early voting, to me, is a fucking it's a sham. You should go the day of the election, have more election places open, whatever it takes, get the National Guard to be at the fucking polling places, something. But you should be able to, to run the race that day and have results before you go to bed that night. It's just, it was always that way before. Now, all of a sudden, as we get into higher, better technology, the voting system gets more fucking slow. How the, how the fuck does that happen? Why do you need early voting? Just fucking go the day. If you can't go the day of, you know, and I still think, and this is just me, I think voting should be a national holiday. I think in Georgia, per se, it should be a state holiday. If, if For the rerun, you should just say, we're, we're not making people... It's bad as it's weird as it sounds. That's what I think. I think it should be a holiday where you don't have any excuse not to vote. Now, I mean, there's places that, you know, gas stations and all that. But I'm sure they can make time, open the polls at 5 a.m. and close them at 9 p.m. And you'll still know by the next day. We won't have to know, like this Arizona thing, three weeks fucking later, if who won for sure. And now we got a runoff, and they're doing early elect or early voting for it too. It just doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Just my two cents, really is. Uh, I I don't understand it. Maybe somebody can enlighten me as to why that is a thing in the United States. Anyway, move to the Durham report. Now the Durham report was. It, you know, was was out before the election, I think. It's been a fucking long time that the Durham thing has been circulating. And you don't hear much about the Durham report, any findings. And, you know, the libtards, they'll say because there's nothing there, they could be right. They could be right. But he does have an indictment already. He, he He's already got an indictment on Igor Danchenko about the Steele dossier. Now, he's a Russian... I don't know what you call him, agent or a Russian insider, whatever you want to call. And it could be bad news for a lot. It could it could be bad news if this guy wants to open his gums, if he knows anything. No, I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and defraud myself and say this guy has the answers to everything about the Russian collusion hoax and all this stuff. But he might. And you know, th there was a, a a Fred X had sent me a uh, one of those, uh, an article, but it was like, you know, we get articles a lot that are conspiracy theory articles or they're not proven their expectations or their guesses or their predictions of things to come. And they're saying that, you know, he's working this case, Durham's working this case to indict Hillary, the Obamas, uh, Biden, all these people. Now, that's probably not legit news, but it still would be a glorious fucking day in the world of Mikey Brown if that somehow come to pass. If he nails his fuckers to the cross, it'll be happy, happy day at TZH. It will be happy, happy fucking day. The beers will be flowing, the champagne would come out, and I would probably take... I've never smoked one in my life, but I'd probably get me the biggest, fattest, ugliest fucking cigar in the world. And I'd light that bitch up, sit back in my easy chair, and watch these motherfuckers get put away for life. That would be a glorious day in TZH. Now, you know, that's a far fucking stretch from, you know, Hillary. She's 
Nothing sticks to her, including her 51, you know, suicide friends. So nothing sticks to this bitch. Nothing sticks to the Obamas. Nothing's sticking to the Bidens. And and they're, all their shit is right out there for us to see. And it still doesn't. The American people still got a fucking blinders on. That our government would never be like this. Our government's not corrupt like this. Unless you're an orange man. Unless, unless you're an orange man, then you'd be corrupt as fuck. Because, you know, he's Trump University, and he had, he's a shitty shyster of a businessman, and, you know, and his own family are immigrants, and he's against illegals, and blah, 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 all this dumb shit that the liberals always say. But I dream of that at night. I dream of lighting that cigar, kicking back and say, I fucking told you, motherfucker. I told all of you, and you didn't listen to my... God blessing podcast. I tried to tell you to listen to the podcast. I would have all the information you would need when the shit hammer came down. Yeah, if you're not listening, you're not getting the info. You're not getting the info early. I got people working for me, man. I got people giving me information that the American media don't want you to see. And I'm not saying inside government shit. But Fred X, man, he spends a lot of time digging for me. And I dig a lot. And Arkansas digs for me. It's like... We're not doing this to, to toot our own fucking horns. We're doing this to enlighten people to say, hey, this shit happens. We're not living in fairy tale land. We're not living in some fucking utopia that you think we are. We're living in a corrupt fucking society with corrupt motherfuckers at the top. And is Orange Man perfect? Fuck no. I'm sure he had some shady dealings. Everybody that's in politics has shady fucking dealings. There is no righteous fucking man or woman that's going to lead the country and be crystal clear, perfect, without a spot on their fucking resume that's not makes your head go, hmm. But it would be a lot better than this fucking dumpster fire of an administration that we have now with a corrupt, dementia-ridden, old fucking pedophilia fucking loving bastard. And, uh... Man, I hope they hang them high. This Durham needs to get on the ball. I want to I want to smoke that cigar before I'm 60. I want to smoke it tomorrow. Fuck it. I mean, why wouldn't you if it's your lifelong dream? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, as we're speaking of Orange Man bad, uh, there, there, there was a, a, a supposed to be, he's a rhino. This guy's a rhino. He could say he's a fucking Republican all day. He's not. He's a fucking rhino. He's a never-Trumper. One of our illustrious leaders on the J6 committee. His name is Adam Kinzinger. He's a fucking Libtardia, Illinois representative. Well, he got in a little... I wouldn't say in a trouble yet unless this guy wants to pursue some charges on his ass. But he got into... There was a meme... On Twitter. And you know, we'll talk about Twitter here shortly. But a meme on Twitter by a creator called Cat Turd. Yeah. Yeah, it's a funny fucking name, but this guy's name is Cat Turd. And he had a meme where a, a guy was laying crying tears, and he maybe uh, most maybe it was supposed to be Adam Kinzinger, I don't know. But the tears behind under laying underneath him, half of it was yellow and half of it was blue. Signifying Ukraine and how we're supposed to be boohooing for the Slava Ukraine and all this bullshit, right? So, Cat Turd shares that meme. And uh, it had to be about Kinzinger because he, he's the one that responded. Now, what got Kinzinger in trouble here? And I'll quote the tweet. His tweet said, Literal evil. If I met you in person, it would not end well. And I had some dots, like, for you. Sicko trolls who have never done a thing in their life pretend to be patriots and laugh at real warriors. Real warriors, you say? Okay. Yeah, because we all know how I feel about this supposed, again with the quotations, war <laughs> going into Ukraine and Russia. It's propaganda bullshit. And for for 99% of it, I don't care. 
and people can have all the fucking video they want over there. There's so many ways to manipulate. You ever seen Wag the Dog? You ever seen the movie Wag the Dog? Yeah, your dog, you're fucking wagging. That dog's wagging its ass off right now. In my humble city Billy fucking opinion, it is. But, you know, that's a threat. If you think about it, if I met you in person, it would not end well for you. That's kind of fucking threatening there, old AK, Mr. Kinzinger. You never trumping piece of shit. So you get the illustrious. You get to join in on the fun with a fuck off, Adam Kinzinger. <laughs> you cry. I remember when you cried at the January 6th committee. Like, you were crying real tears. It's like, you're a pathetic piece of shit coward. And then you're threatening a guy who goes by the handle of fucking cat turd on the internet. You're a real fucking doozy. You are a champion among men, you piece of fucking garbage. <laughs> what a dick. Speaking of dicks, we'll move right into my buddy piss pants. Him and fuckboy Hunter Biden, they just, they just out gallivanting went Black, Black Friday shopping. You know, hanging out, getting all the uh, snapshots, the photo ops of them going out with the, the Hunter's little bit, little kid, and then they're going out Black Friday shopping like everything's great and the economy's booming and everybody's buying shit, right? Same time they're doing that happy-go-lucky shit, the European leaders are saying that Hey, wait a minute. We think that the U.S. might be profiting from this war in Ukraine. <laughs> Fucking duh. Duh, you ignorant. I mean, I didn't think Europeans were stupid, but if you're just now catching on to the ruse, you're pretty fucking stupid because we've known that, at least this conspiracy theories like me, we've known this has been bullshit from all along. We know we had to profit from it. Then last week I talked about how we're profiting from the FTX bullshit where they funneled money into a war zone, a war zone account, war zone fund, whatever you want to fucking call it. It's rerouted around to the Democrats and their campaigns. Yes, we're profiting from the war in the Ukraine. And we're giving away our fucking left testicle and money, but somehow we're still profiting. It's got to be. There wouldn't, there wouldn't be no other reason to be there. There really wouldn't. It's not... We're not moral enough in this fucking country to do it just for the morality of the Ukrainian people. We are not that group of people. We're not that fucking country. We play world police, and every time we do the world police thing, it's for a fucking reason. It is not just, uh, oh, the poor, it's not like watching the commercial, you know, arms of an angel. With the dogs on it and the fucking outside and the little, and you feel obligated to give that nineteen dollar a month to the PCSA or whatever it is. We're not that type. I'm sorry. We should, if we are, we shouldn't be. But we are definitely not giving billions of dollars away to be nice. <laughs> not with piss pants. Piss pants. Not no no. It's just a no. It's just a no for me. You can think that, and you can hope that, and you could want to be that kind of country, but we are not. So, he's going out Black Friday shopping, and the Europeans are saying, well, they're profiting on this. Do we really want them as a fucking ally? Because Europeans are panic mode. They're in panic mode. Because everything's rising over there. The cost of everything, just like it is here, all from what we're doing in Ukraine with Russia. And Russia's saying we're locking shit up. Because the Americans don't know how to keep their nose out of our fucking business. So we're not going to export anything. Have fun. <laughs> Have fun eating, you know, without any wheat, without any grain, without any fucking oil. Have a good time. <laughs> and and the celeb you know, the uh, European countries aren't fucking digging that. And phew, I wouldn't dig it either. I don't dig it here. I think it's fucking crock of shit. Need to get the fuck out of there, leave it be, and go along our merry way. But no, nobody does that because you know we all want a pity party, and I think that's what pissed off this guy, this cat turd with Kinzinger. He's like, "You're crying fucking tears for the fucking Ukraine. What about the red, white, and blue tears, motherfucker? 
you're 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 crying fucking yellow and blue tears for some country that's you know three quarters of the way across the fucking world for a piece of shit leader like Zelensky that's a charming Obama 2.0 and everybody just throwing money hand over dick and they think that's fine because you know we don't need to eat here in this country. We we got to make sure that you're you know the, the Ukrainian people are taken care of first. Fuck our own people. That that's the that's the logic of the Democratic Party and it's the logic of the libtards in this country. Worry about other people first, and you know we'll 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 get something. We'll get we'll we'll just sit around and do nothing. The government will take care of us too. They take care of Ukraine. They'll end up taking care of us too. It's just going to take a little bit. You you believe that you're truly stupid, and I say that in the no, and no, I ain't gonna say it in a nice way. Fucking, you're fucking stupid if you believe that. And a lot of you fucking libtards, fucking absolutely eat that shit up. You eat it like a fucking baby eats peas for the first time, smashed up, shoved in your fucking gums. You're fucking idiots. You're stupid. Just just walk away, knowing that you're a fucking idiot. Okay. And I'm not even going to apologize and say, well, they'd say the same thing about me because I'm not a fucking idiot. You guys are a fucking idiot. If you think the war in the Ukraine is nothing more than a fucking money laundering scheme by the United States. That is the extent of it right there. That is the whole fucking kit caboodle all wrapped up in a nice little bow. We are making money off of that by money laundering for the Democratic Party. And they're going to use it against us to control this country and do the whole fucking New World Order bullshit that they've been talking about, the liberal world order, whatever you want to fucking call it. It's all tied in together. Like it or not, that's how it is. In a nutshell. In, a, in my big nutshell, that's what it is. <clears throat> I'm trying to stay calm. I really am. I mean, I'm trying to stay calm just because it's like I don't... <laughs> I'm getting more mad as I'm talking. So we're going to go to Libtard. We're going to go to another Libtard. This one is actually, this is celebrity news. We haven't had like a celebrity category for a while. We'll start the celebrity category with uh, Libtard. He's like in the Hall of Fame for Libtardia. This guy has been making movies on the liberal side for I don't know how long, 30 years maybe, 25. Good old, uh, I call him the goofy looking bastard, Michael Moore. You know, he's always about Michigan, and he had Bowling for Columbine movie, and one about uh, trying to get in to see the CEO of uh, General Motors, you know, with Flint, Michigan, and all this stuff. Well, he had an audio recording on Twitter that somebody released, and how he was talking about Trump. So I thought, okay, when I got this sent to me, I was like, okay, this guy's going to be talking shit about Trump. I, okay, I might be able to use some of this. But he didn't. He kind of actually, in a way, praised Trump because he said he was present during a Ford meeting when they were going to move to Mexico, all their operations to Mexico. And Trump stood in and said, you know, if you do that, then you try to sell them back to the United States, I'll tariff the holy fuck out of you. Basically, in, in layman's terms, that's what he was saying. You won't make any money because I'll tariff the fuck shit out of you try to sell it in the United States. So they... And politely backed off of that deal. Oh, sorry, I had to get a refreshment there. And so he he basically understood too, he said, why people are so drawn to Donald Trump and the MAGA movement. But, you know, then he went on to spew his normal rhetoric about whatever it was, his libtardius. So as much as I enjoy Michael Moore praising President Trump just a little bit, I still can't get past your history of being a fucking liberal douchebag. So guess what, Michael? Join the illustrious club of the fuck-offs. Fuck off, Michael Moore. I don't care if you saw the light or not. Tulsi Gabbard, you're not. You're not that far, so fuck off anyway. You're still going to spit your fucking bullshit and make movies for libtards. Okay. Now, here comes one from my girl. My girl. 
And I've always said that I love this girl, and uh, I love it when she gets fired up. I wish she would get a little more fired up on this video, but it was pretty cool anyway. She addresses Hollywood pedophilia in this in this video, and she's starting out just talking about Hollywood pedophilia, which we know, everybody knows, but nothing gets done about it. Sad, sad fucking state about our country, but nothing gets done with the rampant pedophilia that runs through Hollywood and D.C. for that matter. But she really went after Kim Kardashian, you know, just fucking smashing her, talking, you know, about her having to be, sell, basically be a whore to get where she's at. And it really wouldn't phase her about pedophilia because she was, pedof you know, uh, a, a willing participant in pedophilia to get famous. And it was a six-minute video or so, and she just laid out. But she kept saying effing. I just wish Candace would have let loose. I know she has her uh, ambitions and stuff for future. She says she probably doesn't want to offend a lot of people like an asshole like me would, but... She, I wish she would have just said, you fucking get with it, instead of effing, but still a good video. I still give kudos to my girl, Candace Owens, lovely, smart, and just absolutely correct on most things. I mean, I haven't heard an argument she's lost yet, and God bless her. We need more Candace Owens and less fucking Rosie O'Donnells in this country. That That's a... Big plus, so kudos, Candace Owens. Now we get to the big boy, and we're going into the big boy of the celebrity, uh, what you would call a celebrity segment, I guess you could say. Our boy from Twitter, our boy from Tesla, our boy from SpaceX, Elon Musk. This dude has got balls the size of watermelons. He is pissing off every liberal fucking person he can. He is just going on an onslaught. I mean, the way he fires people with memes and fucking emails and fired that one girl on a podcast, uh, just fucking crazy. He, he, he already reinstated Trump, I think, on Twitter. It's just like, he doesn't give a fuck. This guy... Does not, I mean, but he's, an, and I don't want to hear the liberals say, oh, he's such an arsehole. How can you say that about an African-American? Are you racist? He's an African-American. Come on. I don't care that it's South Africa. I don't give two fucks. He's still uh, from another country, right? He's one of the immigrants you said we need to, to, to welcome in and hug. And unless you're going to Martha's Vineyard, then it's get the fuck out with the National Guard coming. But Elon is still a fucking African-American. Anyway, anyway, you spin it, Libs. He, he's still there. But he's pissing off Libtardia in major, major way. So he's been tweeting here lately about the depths of... And how fucked up Twitter has been and the social media in general. But there's a, you know, there's a lot of concealing things. They distort the truth. They suppress it. You know, they're just tyrannical with it. And they keep the truth from the people. And he said he he thought it, he said it was worse than he even thought it could be. And he wants to expose every motherfucking one of them. Every one of these people. Every one of these news agencies. He wants to expose everybody and let the people see the fucking truth. Long overdue, he said. Long overdue. This should have been done a long time ago. Of course, Lefty Nation did not like that at all. They did not fucking care to hear that shit. Because then they're get, you're getting into their wheelhouse. You're getting into where they make their bread and butter. They're, you're getting you're getting into their skeletons in their fucking closet, Elon. You can't do that in this country. We don't deserve to hear the truth. We are on an as-need-to-know basis, and we don't fucking need to know. We're just fucking peons living and paying the taxes for these cocksuckers to live a fucking wonderful life in politics. But he doesn't give a fuck. He's got more money than he needs. He's... He's never he's never gonna need or want for nothing. 
This guy is just doing it because he thinks it's the right fucking thing to do. It will not hurt or help him financially. He doesn't give a fuck, right? So <clears throat> what does the left do? They go into panic. They, they're like, oh, shit. This guy blew the lid out of this fucking stuff. We're in trouble. News agencies everywhere are fucking trembling right now. They're going to sleep with nightmares of fucking Elon Musk. Getting they, they dream about getting a fucking email in the morning that says, guess what? You're fucking done. Here's the information. I'm going to put it out today. They wake up in a cold sweat thinking that shit. So what do they do? The left, you know, they got to turn to somebody, right? Well, of course they employ our friends in Antifa. Oh, you guessed it. Antifa are coming to the rescue of the liberals once again for absolutely no reason because... They're just thugs. They're just fucking weak-ass thugs that cover their face. They're pieces of shit. And you call the Proud Boys bad. I mean, how, how many times have you heard the Proud Boys' name since the J6 when they had to invent shit for them? But anyway. So our friends Antifa, who, you know, they love to burn shit. They like to burn shit to the ground. They always have. They're cowards. Uh, so they're going to torch now. They're going to torch... Of course, because that's their M.O. They're going to torch the dealerships of Tesla. Tesla dealerships. In shithole Port Portland, Oregon. You know, Portland, Oregon. A fucking disgusting cesspool of shit. Used to be a nice place. I mean, from what I've ever heard. You can see it now. It's tent cities. People fucking whacked out on drugs. Living in tent cities. Shitting on the streets. It's like San Francisco on steroids. But they're going to burn down the Tesla dealerships there. Yeah, that'll, that'll do a lot, you Antifa fucks. You, you're useless. And it comes to the next election, guess what? They'll use you, and when they get, they get elected, you won't get a fucking thing. You're just like BLM. You're fucking fantasy land, thinking you're going to get something for nothing. You're not going to get any more than I am. And I'm, a, I'm here doing a fucking podcast defacing the fuck out of the liberal agenda. And I'm not going to get any more, you're not going to get any more than me, an asshole like me. You think you will, but you're not. And that's just how it goes. It's just how it fucking goes. You dumb motherfuckers are the, re, you're the definition of insanity, doing the same shit over and over again, expect different results. Nothing works out for you, but you get right back into the old, I got to be different. I got to support, you know, Everything that's different from normal society. I have to definitely, in my transgender friends, I have to fucking support them a thousand percent. Why? Why do you have, do you have to? Because they're different? You think everybody that's different is better now? Oh, shut the fuck. Antifa gets another one. Fuck off. I mean, I wish they had an Antifa chapter here in Western Ohio. Because I would just take a group of my drinking buddies down there and say, let's fucking rock. I'd take me a ball bat and say, let's just fucking get this over with. You guys need to shut the fuck up and get the fuck out of my city. And that's what Portland needs. The people in Portland, if there is any righties in Portland, I don't think there is. It looks like a disgusting shit cesspool now. But if there was some righties in there, I'd get a group of buddies together and say, we've had enough of this shit. We're taking these motherfuckers out this time. And whether they do that or attempt to do that remains to be seen. Kind of doubt it because, you know, if they would have going to do that, they would have fucking done it already. I mean, I thank God I don't live on, in Portland. I, I, I do thank God I'm stuck here. It's a boring uh, state of Ohio, so people say. But got to be better than that fucking dumb. Fuck that. Yeah, it's crazy. Um see what else do i have in celebrity oh one i got this afternoon not too long ago uh from arkansas i didn't know about this because you know they don't want you to know anything important so there's a 61 year old american teacher and hold on just a second oh that's good stuff he's an american teacher named mark vogel just got 14 years in prison in Russia for hard labor. He got that for having medical marijuana. 
And it's like, okay, that's pretty shitty. It's like Britney, it's pretty shitty, this weed. Thinking, that's horse shit. 14 years? That's fucking even worse. Probably more than BG. Okay. But there's absolutely no mention. No mention of him in the swap that we keep talking about. They want to do this prisoner swap for the ex-Marine Paul Whalen and for good old BG. You know, everybody's got to have BG back. We're standing with you, BG. Oh, we need you to come back and put the ball in the basket. We need you to come back and fucking talk shit about the country you're in. We need you to come back and, you know, have your wife feel so much better because you're home. Oh, BG, we love you. Fuck off. God, that's another fuck off. And it's not even BG at this point. It's her fucking supporters. But what about this old guy? 61 years old. He's going to get sent to a... A hard labor camp for 14 fucking years for having medical weed, which is not even illegal in our country, and nobody's going to bat for this motherfucker? But you'll go to bat for fucking Stretch Armstrong there with her, you know, basketball playing ass because it's so important to have good basketball players. Oh, fuck. Shut the fuck up. I feel bad for this guy. I do feel bad for him. Medical marijuana. You would think that's okay, but no. Russia's not fucking around right now. I wouldn't be over there for anything if I didn't have to be. But no mention of him in this walk because, you know what? He's just a teacher. (laughs) He's not important to our society as somebody that can dunk a basketball or an ex-Marine that did whatever the fuck. I don't even know what the fuck that guy did. I never even heard his name until he got lumped in with BG. So, yeah, there you go. There's our priorities of our country shining through. Basketball good. Teaching bad. Fucking morons. And here you talk about fucking morons. Here, here comes my favorite, probably my most enthusiastic fuck off of the night's coming up. You know, I'm a music person. So I hate these woke motherfuckers. And it's been going on for years with the Rage Against the Machine, woke ass. Then you got Green Day's fucking woke ass. You, you know, if you're a Trump, Trump supporter, don't listen to our music. I'll gladly oblige you, you little runt bastard. Uh, Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam was fighting pro-choice, fucking love, peace and love to all the left. Fucking horse crap. Bruce Springsteen's woke ass. You know, sings all these songs about... You know, working hard, being an American, blah, blah, blah. And then you're bowing down to the fucking commies and the fucking disgusting socialism that we have going on on the left. And you guys just eat that shit up like it's supposed to be American. You know, you're all fucktards. And you're all, I don't listen to any of your bullshit. Because it's like, I, I just can't get past it. Once I hear you talking, you ruin it for me. And all these people that are. Just ruin it for me because they they fuck so fucking left. It's disgusting. Then you get this piece of fucking human garbage that sings tall. You know he had songs like uh, you know Ain't That America for You and Me, the Pink Houses thing, and you know he had Hurt So Good. He was a, from Indiana, the Heartland. He's talking about blood on the. Sky. Blood on the scarecrow, blood on the plow, and all this shit. And talking about, you know, being from uh, the Midwest and all of this shit. John Cougar fucking Mellencamp. Always farm aid and all this shit. He was always thinking, you know, you think he was a good guy. I always thought he was a decent guy. I didn't fucking know. Well, this motherfucker jumped on the Kaepernick fucking trail. Years back, I guess. He must have got in 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 the in infiltrated with the lib, liberal mind, because then nationally he was at a Colts game in Indiana, of course. During the national anthem, that motherfucker sat and ate popcorn and just shook his head in disgust at the national anthem. John Cougar. Mellencamp, John Mellencamp, John Dingleberry, motherfucker, whatever your name is this week, fuck off. I hope you fucking die. 
of brutal fucking death by combine. I hope that scarecrow that you sing about comes back to life and stabs you in the fucking throat. You're a fucking disgusting motherfucker. Don't sing about shit and then go back exactly on that. You're a fucking hypocritical piece of fucking trash. Fuck off, John Cougar Mellencamp. Yeah, I was going to get more animated than that, but I, I, I restrain. I'm showing restraint. Oh boy, we got one. We got one thing left. I thought I would talk longer, but I really got through everything pretty good. I think, and uh, got the look it up segment. We haven't had a look it up segment for a while, really. A real good one. This one, I don't know. I didn't hear much. I only heard this from Underground, and it was something I just caught on a sports channel or something. This is about Marcus Stokes. Now, if you haven't heard Marcus Stokes, go look him up. He is the 14th ranked recruit. This is sports related. 14th ranked recruit in the nation at quarterback. He was gonna. He was uh, signing to have full scholarship to the University of Florida to play quarterback for the Florida Gators. So Marcus had his scholarship revoked by the university after a video surfaced. Okay, this video surfaced of him using the N-word. Okay, it's not a good look for people. I think it's a little over the top to revoke somebody's scholarship for it. But whatever, you know. And, uh, oh, by the way, Marcus, is, Marcus Stokes is a white kid, just so you know. So I, I would want to know if they wanted, would, why wouldn't they do that to a black kid? If a video surfaced of them talking to his friends, and it's nigga this, nigga that, would that be okay? I mean, because the, the, the quandary about this, the one that, the thing that pisses me off about this, and, and gives me the, the uh, fortitude to say fuck off to the University of Florida, is that this poor fucker had his scholarship revoked, the video of sing it, singing along with a rap song that used the N-word. So he's singing along to a song that might say, you know, nigga, nigga, whatever the song might be. And uh, he's singing along to it. And they fucking said, well, you used the N-word, so we're going to take your scholarship. And he said that he totally, this, he's got more uh, calm than me because he said he respects the decision by the University of Florida to take a scholarship. Well, sir, you can do that, but I don't accept it. I think it's bullshit. Because if that's a black kid singing along to a rap song and a video guy comes out, they'd be like, oh, look at him. He's just having fun. He's singing, singing along with his buddies. But by God, a white kid that happens to like rap music sings along to a fucking song. You revoke his fucking scholarship for that. And there's not reverse racism or racism by blacks on whites. Okay. University of Florida is some woke motherfuckers. And if I ever see a video, I'll make a stink about it. If I ever see a black kid singing along to a rap song, it's got the word in it. N word at all. Or calling white bread or cracker then they should be getting their shit revoked too. That is my fucking stance on that. If you don't, it's an interesting story. So look it up. Marcus Stokes. Just like it sounds. Marcus Stokes, University of Florida. It should pop up. Once again, I thank you all for spending some time with me to do my little shitty podcast. And I hope you get something out of it. And I hope you uh, tell your friends. Fucking tell your liberal friends. We'll come on and have a good party, right? The Zero Hours, 20, the Zero Hour 2021 at gmail.com. The Zero Hour Vlogs, Blogs, and Podcasts on Facebook. As always, trust and believe in your own convictions. And please... Please, for the love of God, stay safe out there. 
We'll see you next time on another episode of the Zero Hours. Peace out. Go Bucks.